Welcome to the For Columbus Podcast. Sharing inspiring stories of local faith leaders from congregations, parachurch ministries, and the marketplace. With your host, Adam Ward. Good morning, listeners. We have a real treat for you today. You know, I'm excited every single week about our guests, but today we have uh, another local hero that I want to introduce. Today we have Mr. John Husted, the lieutenant governor of our great state of Ohio. Previously to being lieutenant governor, he was the 53rd Ohio Secretary of State. He also served on the Ohio Senate and in the Ohio House of Representatives. His wife, Tina, and his three children, Alex, Kylie, and Katie, live right here in town in Upper Arlington. He and I share several key interests, including faith, family, fishing, and innovation. Mr. Husted, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be with you. So you were born in Royal Oak, Michigan. Um, was it, it didn't have to be William Beaumont Hospital, did it? I, I believe it did. Yeah, uh, I believe my wife did. was born there. So when I hear Royal Oak, I like, oh, probably, maybe it's probably only hospital. one hospital there. But how did you end up in Ohio? Well, um, I was born there, um, but I left there and went to a foster home in uh, Detroit, Michigan. I was, uh, you know, the long story of it is, is that my my birth mother. Uh, had already had two children, three and one and a half years old. She lost her husband somehow in Vietnam as related uh, to Vietnam. Don't know all the facts there, but then mm-hmm. became pregnant with me. And, and, um, my, my birth father didn't want her to have me. And oh, so wow. she decided, uh, to have an adoption rather than an abortion. And, um, and I ended up being uh, born there in Royal Oak, Michigan, went to a foster home. And two months later, it was adopted uh, by my mom and dad, Jim and Judy Husted, who were in the process of leaving Michigan and moving back to where they grew up in in uh, rural Montpelier, Ohio. And uh, that's how I got to Ohio. But I was I'm very blessed to be here at all, uh, wow. and uh, even more blessed to have loving parents with a great with great values and a great work ethic. Yeah, I mean, you're probably a huge fan of adoption then and as alternatives to abortion and stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've been trying to champion them in, in every way that I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you, so you went to the University of Dayton, correct? Played on that team? Played on yeah, the I went to the University of Dayton, uh, played there for five years, was an All-American my last year and won a national championship. And the very last play I played in, I actually intercepted the pass that uh, – sealed the game. So, you know, I, I didn't play in the NFL and I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, go pro, but I had about as good of a football career and at least ending to it as you could ask for. Yeah, uh, that's, that's incredible. And they actually asked you to join the staff, but you choose, chose to do something else. <laughs> well, I was on the staff at the university of Dayton and then I had an interview at the university of Toledo to, to be a, a defensive back coach there. And um, they turned me down when I went and interviewed the first time. And then I went back and started volunteering on a congressional campaign. And, um, and then I got a call from Toledo one day and they said, Hey, if you, if you want the job to be, to coach here, um, we need you here on Monday. And I think this was like on a Thursday. And I went back and talked to the people at the campaign and they said, well, we'll hire you to manage the campaign if you'll stay. And I'm like, okay, well then I'll do that. And I turned down a job with Nick Saban who was the head coach at the University of Toledo at the time. Wow. So, 
you know, I, as I joke, I could have been fired by Nick Saban by like of lots of other people, but uh, <laughs> I, I ultimately was very blessed to have found a, a, a vocation that was right for me. Yeah, and you've done uh, incredibly well in that, um, you know, climbing up a lieutenant governor. You ran for governor and then decided to party up with DeWine in his last campaign. Um, since faith is so important to you, uh, how do you manage being a believer in a public office? Well, um, you know, I think like a lot of guys, I I, I probably uh, tried lots of other ways of fulfilling, fulfilling mm. my life's happiness and found that, uh, you need to have a purpose that's higher than any worldly, any worldly thing. And, uh, that's where faith comes in. And, and it's, it's a, it's a grounding mechanism to remind me about what life's supposed to be about. Um, uh, it helps me be a good husband, a good father, a good servant, mm. which is number one about what being in public office is supposed to be about being a servant mm. uh, and helping others and, not putting you first and not putting worldly things first, but putting um, your values and loving the Lord, your God and loving your neighbor as yourself, which are the highest commandments. And, mm. and uh, it's, it really is. I always find that I always know that when I'm having trouble in my job, when I'm having trouble in my <laughs> life, it's probably because I haven't focused on my faith enough. And that, that usually, that usually is the problem. And there's a, there's a comment you made right before the interview that I love. It's like, I, I know it's a 10 and sometimes it's not a 10 like me. And uh, when it's not a 10 and I'm probably need to adjust life. So yeah. Yeah. When, great. when, when faith is number one, number one in your life, your life's usually going very well. When it slips and other things slip in, then your life's probably not, not going as well as you, as it could be. Right. Now a Lieutenant governor, um, you know, Huge deal, but it doesn't take it doesn't get a lot of public attention, um, you know, with the general public. But COVID changed that your face um, and uh, Governor DeWine's face was on the news all the time has been. Um, you lead several initiatives, including Innovate Ohio. Um, tell us what the challenges that you faced in this past year and a half and, and what's that been like? Well, look, it was uh, it was a tough thing because we, we were facing a pan, you know, look, if you said like, I knew when governor DeWine and I were elected, we would have some surprise tough thing come along. <laughs> uh, I, pandemic was not on the top 10 list right. that, that we had thought would come along and we didn't know what we were dealing with. We had to, you know, I've, I always, I always find this interesting because when you've been in a leadership role, you know, it's like, it's easy to second guess a decision after you have the benefit of hindsight. Right. But when you're making these decisions, you're making them in real time without all the information. And, um, and so the tough part was, is just spending the time every single day to try to inform yourself, to think through things. You know, I support the governor in my role. Uh, I, I'm a leader at heart. I lead, but I also have to support, you know, cause there's only one governor. He's the governor. And right. I have to try to, you know, help him do his best when he's working, but also find my own way of, of doing the things when he's not capable, it doesn't have the time to focus on them. And so it's, it's sorting all those things out. It's trying to, to lead and support at the same time. And uh, remember that a lot of people were hurting. Mm. A lot of people were scared, mm -hmm. meaning they could lose their business. They were worried about dying of COVID. They were worried about one of their family members. They were worried about their children's education. And you have, you're just, it's like trying to be a source of strength. And you want to talk about 
a time to lean on a higher power, that's the time to lean on a higher power and know yeah. that that um, that you have to be strong for everybody else. And when you can't be strong, God's there for you and, and you can you can lean on him. And uh, those are, uh, you know, that's that's that was what my job was like during the previous 15 months. But now I'm I'm excited to go back to doing the other things that I was doing pre pandemic focused on focused on innovation, focused on uh, education and workforce issues focused on uh, making Ohio a, a better, more innovative entrepreneurial state. Those are the things that I enjoy uh, and I'm focused on them. But, but, and I'm also, you know, we're getting back to normal. I sponsor something once a month where we have uh, share, shared, uh, shared values and faith conversations with legislators and members of the administration. And we, we always try to, to do that too. And now we're back and doing that in person. Mm. And so all of these things that are returning are, are um, the more enjoyable aspects of the job. Yeah, I guess so. So if you, if you were to pick one of your say, man, this is something I just love that's happening in Ohio right now that you're responsible for that you'd like to highlight, what would that be? Uh, you know, making it easy for anybody to get a job uh, mm-hmm. and to get job training. We have free job training in the state through programs like TechCred and IMAP. These are, these are upskilling uh, tools where you can go and you can get any tech credential to lead to any career and we're doing it free of charge for you. We just want people to take advantage of that because, because there's so much freedom that comes with having an education, job skills, job security Mm -hmm. that, that lead to a fulfilling life. I always say you get, you get, um, you get purpose in life from four things, your faith, your family, your vocation and your community. Um, Faith, anybody can get that Uh, family, you know, that's up to each of us to pick how we're going to interact with our family, a vocation. I'm helping people get the skills that it takes to get that vocation and then be more involved in their community. And, and if you have, if you have a connection to all four of those things, you're leading a more purpose, purposeful, meaningful life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. I wanted to ask you if, so if people wanted to find out more about some of those things that you just mentioned, where's, where's a good place for them to check that out? So if you just Googled, uh, Ohio Tech Cred, T E C H C R E D. You'll you'll get that. You can do a same kind of word search on Ohio IMAP, I M A P, and those are job training. You know, and type in job training after that, and that'll take you. The search engine will take you to those, and you can search the kind of credentials that are available for you to to have access to. And then they can go to Ohio means jobs also. And Ohio means jobs.com is also a great resource for these, these types of tools. There are over a hundred thousand jobs on there just today that pay more than $50,000 a year. And it can connect you to the, to the, um, to all of those resources. And if you can't find it that way, I'm a public servant, call my office. We'll help Mm -hmm. you get there. That's great. There's we have faith leaders all over Central Ohio that listen to this podcast. Uh, we've there's a movement been started for Columbus uh, in, in order to improve the flourishing of our city. If we were, I like to ask guests, if we were to see this collaboration, connection, and contribution by faith leaders across the area, what do you think Columbus or Ohio could look like in five to ten years? Well, we'd certainly be a state that had that treated each other a lot better. Mm. Um, you know, if you, if you focus, I mean, the fundamental tenet, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a follower of Jesus, uh, and the things that Jesus asked us to do in life. And, and, um, 
but every faith it has a lot of commonality to it, no matter what faith tradition you come from. And if we, we, if we create, I always find this, that when most people, when, when people have the same facts, they usually come to the same conclusions. And when uh, right now, I think there are a lot of people that don't really understand faith mm. and that, that if we can make our faith more inviting, uh, that we know that the, the, the church is not there to judge the church is there to love. Mm. Uh, it's not a church, you know, the more that a church can be a church of, 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 of love and not a church of judgment as people say, I remember, I remember reading a, a book. It was, it was, uh, talked about, you know, grace and something that we really are missing a lot of in, in our life is grace towards yeah. one another and the grace that God gives us. But, um, it was interviewing, it was interviewing, uh, this pastor was talking to this lady and she was a prostitute and a single mom and was really struggling in life. And he said, well, have you thought about turning to the church? Mm. And uh, she said, well, why would I do that? I already feel bad enough about myself the way it is. And, you know, I always, that story always struck me because a church is supposed to be a place where people like that feel comfortable in turning. Mm -hmm. That no matter what's gone poorly in your life, that you can receive the love of Jesus, the love of God, the grace uh, that God provides, the love of the church, and we have to be better disciples of that. Mm. Uh, and if the churches all came together and realized that that's what that that you know that that's what we need to be about, and that we all need to be a less judgmental society, a society more full of grace and inviting to the to the least of us, and that the most of us have to to share in that, in, in the resources and the love that we have to give. And if we did more of that, uh, Ohio would be prosperous in far more ways than financially. Yeah, wow. Church leaders, uh, ministry leaders, um, take that to heart. Uh, that's uh, coming from our lieutenant governor, John Husted. Uh, thank you so much, sir, for being a guest today and really appreciate what you're doing serving our great state. Great to be with you. Thanks and hope to join you again. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Also, rating and reviewing us on iTunes helps get the word out.